Good morning. This is Minnesota River Valley Master Gardener, Barb Lampson. And with me today are my fellow Master Gardeners. Karen Wright. And Harvey Hess. Okay, this is my favorite program uh, because this gives us a chance to talk about things that worked really well for us, maybe things that didn't work so well, and what we learned from each one. So Karen, let's start with you. What was good, what was bad, and and what did you learn? Well, one of the things I did this year, I've never done this before because I've always bought my plants potted from a nursery, but I knew I had a new garden bed in the shade that I was going to add a lot of hostas, a still be bleeding hearts, etc. So I ordered them bare root. So they're a lot less expensive bare root. They came in the spring and I put them all in pots and they grew. They were successful. So then about the time when it got warm enough, I put them out and started completely new shade beds. And I have all these lovely hosta, still be bleeding hearts, and other plants that I started from root, which I normally would never do, but I saved hundreds of dollars, literally hundreds of dollars, and it is looking very, very nice. So this is something now I realize I can do this, but I still, of course, go to my local nursery for other things. But it's something that when you have a huge, huge project, it was a good move. Good, good advice, Karen. Harvey, what went well for you? Well, I had some plants that I would say was a failure and also successful. Good. And I'm talking about tomato plants. Oh, oh boy. Oh, boy. And uh, son-in-law and daughter, they planted a bunch of them. And sure enough, they got late blight. But it was late enough that the plants had were all full of tomatoes, <laughs> some of them good-sized tomatoes and everything, and they've been ripening. You know, that is interesting because... We had the same problem, but I am so quick to pull out plants. So here you just left these plants. Just left the plants, and they, they're completely died. They're still out there. And he, he was out there last night and picked some more tomatoes. And we had 28 tomato plants, and I'm sure she's going to have well over 200 quarts of tomatoes. Now, not very many people put in 28 <laughs> no, plants. That's crazy. So <laughs> what, did, what did you learn from this then? Uh, are you going to do things differently next year? I'm gonna. We're, we're gonna move it to a completely. I mean, I I've got a big yard, right? And I've got one place where I've been raising dahlias all the time. It's never had any vegetables, just the dahlias. Yep. So we'll exchange that and then put the tomatoes over there and put the dahlias where the tomatoes were and and see if that helps. Yeah. And get rid of that debris and put it and don't put it in a compost, but or throw it away. We never do. We always take it. We always have the. Um, fabric underneath and grass clippings in there, and I just roll that stuff up and, th and throw oh, it away. Right. You know, we had this problem up at Good Council, too, with our tomatoes, and every year we put down landscape cloth, we cut in a, a, a hole, we plant the tomato in there, and then we cover the landscape cloth with uh, with leaves, and this year we didn't do that. This year we planted the tomatoes and we just put the leaves on and it seemed like they just with the heat those leaves just disappeared in no time at all and we had blight and um, so lesson learned uh, of course we always rotate things but I'm going back to the landscape cloth another lesson that I learned that was a success was we had a neighbor who planted two blue spruce right up against our fence Yikes. and I had flocks in those two areas and they're about 40 feet apart and the flocks I kept thinning them out thinking they're going to get better air circulation 
And it didn't happen. But you know what? That property was sold. The new neighbor came in. He cut those two blue spruce down. And all of a sudden this year, my flocks multiplied. There was no black spot or mildew on them. So the lesson I learned there was right plant for the right place. And you really have to do that sometimes. My dahlias were late this year, but now they're just blooming like mad. You know, that was the weather was tricky getting things in like that, wasn't it, Harvey? So much is dependent on the weather. I mean, I find every year, and if you keep a journal, which you would always say it's a good idea, you will find that next year something else is going to be going great, and something else is going to be going terrible that went great this year. So it's it's kind of like gambling gardening. Well, if you want more advice about uh, pluses and minuses and what you can do, best practices, contact your Extension Service. This is Barb Lamson along with Karen Wright and Harvey Hess wishing you happy gardening.